while they slept. And so they would almost certainly post some sort of guard, like berserker probes, to watch over them and the civilization they'd arranged in store for themselves while they slept. Estivation is a kind of hibernation that some animals do when it's hot out. And the estivation hypothesis goes fairly far in answering the Fermi paradox. We haven't been colonized by other civilizations because they're sleeping. So the estivation hypothesis is that advanced civilizations might actually think that it's too sweltering hot right now. It's three degrees above absolute zero. So they decide to just uh, estivate until it's cold enough. So in about 1.5 trillion years, it turns out that the universe stops getting colder because of the background radiation from the horizon. And at that point, it might be rational for the super civilization to wake up and they kind of feel the nice, crisp autumn air, or in this case, uh, the very cold vacuum of a very far future, and start really running the civilizations. And this might be an explanation why we're not seeing anybody. But it doesn't fully resolve the Fermi paradox either. We should still be able to observe their Dyson spheres or other massive engineering projects. Encircling a star with an energy capturing device is no small feat. We should be able to sense such a thing. And indeed, a team of Japanese researchers scanned a portion of the sky to look for telltale signs of Dyson spheres, stars that produce a normal amount of heat, but are unnaturally dim or even totally dark. They didn't find any. So it doesn't look exactly like the universe is currently full of sleeping and elder civilizations. Looking for Dysonian artifacts, these massive engineering projects, is a proposed new branch of SETI. Whether a civilization is active, sleeping, or extinct, the projects they created would likely endure. And if we can find those, we've found our answer to the Fermi paradox. But yet again, we have found nothing of the sort. We haven't uncovered one scrap of evidence the universe has ever been colonized. The Fermi paradox stands stronger than ever. But what if what we're seeing isn't actually the reality of the universe? What if we're being actively manipulated? That somewhere out there, the universe is indeed teeming with life, that there are widespread engineering projects that litter the galaxies. We just can't see any of it because we're being prevented from seeing things as they really are. This is the basis of a family of answers to the Fermi paradox called the zoo hypothesis. Thought up in 1973 by MIT astronomer John Ball, it supposes that we humans are being kept without our knowledge in some sort of cosmic zoo and being observed, maybe even studied without our awareness. Perhaps we're being kept in a kind of nature preserve until we reach some crucial point in our evolution when the secrets of the universe will be revealed to us. Or maybe we're meant to stay in a naturally preserved state forever. Maybe the rest of the universe has been paved over with Dyson spheres, every other available planet stripped and deconstructed for materials, and out of a sense of intergalactic nostalgia, our planet and the life on it, including us, has been selected to be kept in a pristine state. The zoo hypothesis has some holes in it too, mostly the same as any other solution to the Fermi paradox. It would take only one member of one civilization to shatter it. The zoo hypothesis presumes some sort of Star Trek-like prime directive to leave us alone, and it would have to be firmly upheld by all other civilizations in this galactic club, keeping us in the dark for as long as humans have been around. There are no options. The prime directive is not a matter of degrees. It is an absolute. One would think, 
Some people object to this dismissal of the zoo hypothesis. They point to things like UFO sightings and historical documentation of inexplicable phenomena, like the 1561 Cathedral of Light over Nuremberg, Germany.